Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the Rubber Duck Dev Show. I'm Chris. And I'm Creston. And today we are going to look back at our past episodes. Uh, Creston did some some number crunching and and spreadsheeting and and sorting and stuff. And we're going to look back at some of the topics that were the most popular and and kind of talk through why we think that is and what what that could mean. So. Um, should be should be fun looking back um back over the past what almost over two years now right almost two yeah yeah i don't even know <laughs> hundred episodes long damn time uh well it's yeah it's well now it's got to be over two yeah, yeah. just over two because we did skip some stuff so yeah sure all right so before we get into that though we can review how was your week i'm so busy mostly i i have hired some assistants um and you know whenever you bring someone on new they spend more time than <laughs> it's like i sought them out to bring relief to me busy being so busy or to focus time elsewhere but of course they're monopolizing most of my time now I hope that gets normalized. But then the other issue that happens is that, okay, I have these additional assistants now. Well, now I have, oh, well, now I can get this done and this done and this, so, so many other things to get done. So I'm doing more stuff, but yeah, my time is, yeah, it's it's not a good combination. I hope things will normalize after a while, but you know, at the start, it's just like, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, you have to put in all the front-loaded work of training the new people to get them. Yeah, to and just productive. getting a sense of okay, what what's the best thing to pass to them at what point, and yeah, yeah. So it's just a little. It's all the all the ramping up fun. Yeah, yeah. Got a coworker going through a bit of that at work right now. He just he just got two two more people on his team, so he's like scrambling like a crazy person to get them ramped up. And the reason he got two more people assigned is because he was overloaded. <laughs> he couldn't do it all, but now he's like, That's now he's got to do yeah. it and train the people. Yeah. So I'm hoping it'll get a little bit better. I mean, what I hope will get better in general is the overall output of the company, you know, from, yeah. from a quality standpoint or whatever, but my time has not been saved thus far. So that's, <laughs> that's, well, Eventually, I hope that'll be yeah. resolved. But but what about you? Uh, I am man. I have had like three solid weeks of not one bloody thing going right at work. It's like I can't put a check mark on the board. There's no W's. There's I'm just like, holy crap! I I can't. <laughs> it's just you know, and it's not like. It's not like I don't like my job or I'm unhappy or anything like that. It's just you, you go through those spurts where it's just like it seems like everything you touch is just turns to poop. And you're like, I don't know what to do. So I decided or, Monday. Or the situation where you do all this work, all this work, and nothing can get deployed. So it's like nothing's been deployed for like right yeah, exactly. or whatever. It's like, uh, yeah, it, it was like me and the uh, Zoom integration. I was like working on this thing for so many days, not consecutive because I do a ton of other stuff too, but it was like, 
when is this going to be over? I want it to deploy. <laughs> yeah, and it just it gets so so demoralizing and and frustrating and you just and then you don't sleep at night cuz you're thinking about all these things and how you're going to fix them and then it, so I was like, all right, Mon I I'm like Monday, I'm just taking a day off and I am completely unplugging from everything. There's going to be no Slack, there's going to be no Twitter, there's going to be no computers at all. It's just me and family all day. I'm I'm turning my phone off. I've I've got nothing going on Monday cuz I'm still on call through the weekend. So I can't I can't take the weekend. So so I was like, damn it, I'm taking Monday. Uh, All right. Anyway, Alrighty. so yeah, it'll get better. It always does. Um, all right. So two years of us doing this stuff, a hundred episodes, and you sent you sent all the fun number crunchies, and two things I noticed right off that were that were kind of odd to me, uh, but I'm not sure how to make sense of this is that. Of our top four watched episodes, most popular episodes, the, the top two were by quite a bit. The top two had to do with IDE and and how to pick an IDE and setting up environments and stuff like that. And the next two had to do with performance optimizations. Yep. Uh, so that... Uh, the performance stuff I can see, because I know that that's, you know, everybody's looking to make better performance and stuff. But I was really surprised to see the the IDE shows, the things your editor should have, and that Ruby IDE showdown that we had, where we had several people talking about, you know, kind of representing the different IDEs that, that support Ruby. That, I I would never have expected those to, and they are quite a bit, above the other views um so what why do you think those were so popular why why are they sitting at the top so i think uh so the one title things your editor should have that was with amir uh mm -hmm. rajan i believe or yep. rajan. i'm not yep. quite sure how to pronounce his last name but anyway i think he has not insignificant community. So I think they came over and watched the video. So I think that was a contributing factor. The other thing with regard to IDs, IDEs in general, when you look into marketing and what types of posts do very well, it's your tools. What tools do you, like, for example, if you have a YouTube show, the thing that usually gets a lot of views is, Hey, what camera do you use? What mic do you use? People always want to know mm. the tools that that are used. So I think, but for a programmer, what's your number one tool? What's your IDE? So I think th this is my sense. That's probably why it's those are such highly rated, and because everyone probably has a sinking suspicion. Whatever I'm using is there's there maybe there's something better. You know, I don't want to be left behind, or you know. know. It's like me, I'm still rocking the sublime and hardly no one uses, <laughs> uses that. And, you know, so I, of course I myself had that feeling. I was like, hmm, I don't, I'm probably not using what everyone else is, which is true based on, <laughs> on the show. Uh, and talking to people like when I was doing the live streaming a little bit. But I think it's just my 
a penny with that is that it's just the tool use. Mm. Yeah, and I, I do you have do you have a thoughts on it as to I, why? I mean, as I was once I saw this, I, as I was thinking through it, I'm not entirely sure I I know what to make of it, but I I think you're right. I'm because I know personally, I'm always looking for tools that will help me be better at my job, be more efficient, automate more stuff so I don't have to do the menial crap. Um, you know, all that, all those kinds of things. I'm constantly looking at that stuff. And so, um, I mean, I guess it makes sense just, just from a standpoint of what I do. Um, and I've been doing it a long time, so that's always been a thing for me. I thought maybe I was just weird, but apparently not. Apparently that's quite yeah, a popular no. topic, which is, I think it's, it's timely to find that out because in a couple, in the next couple of weeks, we're inviting Drew Bragg back onto the show to do an episode about, uh, the tools we use as programmers that are outside of like the language, you know, like. The, the other environmental tools we use, the hardware and, and the, the software and stuff uh, that's kind of outside the IDE. And that's why I recommended it. <laughs> so there you go. So I guess that, that was an that episode was your... I suggested because, yeah. hey, maybe this should get some views. <laughs> right. So um, so I'm kind of excited. I, I mean, I was excited about that anyway because I'm interested in that stuff. But I think also, like, again, Amir had a community and then for the whole panel that we had with for the IDE showdown, there were essentially three new people, I think, that would were bringing their communities as well, or what you know, whatever audiences they have. So I think that also kind of helped the views too. Yeah, true. Um, and then although I will say it, that it it couldn't all be attributed to that because there were some other things that we had with with uh dragon ruby and amir on and stuff that that didn't perform quite as well so i think the combination agreed, of the agreed. topic so and, yeah. and that stuff is is kind of built up yeah that's a um, counterpoint against that yeah. it proves that you know that helps reinforce the tool use phenomenon right so it's not just i mean, I mean i'm sure he has he's really fun to talk to i enjoy talking to him and he's he's charismatic to have on the show too so that doesn't hurt um, but, uh, but yeah, it was just kind of surprised me. And actually the next three after that had to do with performance things. It was the yep. scaling all the things episode, the, uh, performance series databases and fast text searching in Postgres, which I can't say I'm surprised by because optimization is a big topic and, it there's there's so many things on it that it's it's hard to figure out what's good advice and what's not good advice so i think people end up talking a lot about it i think well also i mean sorry but i'll, I'll have to say community again because scaling postgres mm -hmm. a lot of times i post the rubber duck dev show on scaling postgres so if they saw these episodes there's probably some, probably some crossover from my scaling Postgres to say, oh, he's talking about this. Let's see what this is about. So yep. there may be some carryover from scaling Postgres with with regard to those. So so I think the, the common theme I'm seeing is if we want to grow this channel, 
we we need to use other people's popularity to do it. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's just a common thing in in growing, well, any any kind of marketing really. Writing coattails yeah. is not yeah. not a uncommon thing. Um. So then, so after that, after the you know the IDE stuff and then performance stuff, um. The future of Dragon Ruby was was the next one after that. So the the Dragon Ruby stuff seems to have performed reasonably well. Um, again, I think that's because you know Amir is there, and I've also plugged into that community. So I'm on their Discord all the time, and I you know did the streaming. Yeah. And I got to know a lot of those folks and stuff. So I think a lot of that had to do with uh, just just the networking and and getting to know people. Um, and then uh, one of our, one of our more popular shows was, I think the first dual set of guests we had on, this was early when we were doing guests. Uh, and that was when we had, we didn't even name, we didn't have a name for the episode. We just said, Hey, these two guys are going to be here with us. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't really have a topic. It was just talking to these two two dudes. Uh, you know, Andrew Mason and Colin Gilbert. Um, and it was, I remember that being a really fun episode. We had a lot of, we talked about a lot of different stuff because it was, there was no topic set. It was just talking about dev. So it was just kind of like, it really was the sitting in a coffee shop talking about dev stuff with other devs, um, which was really fun. Um, so what other, what other highlights do you think come out of this list looking at this? Um, so, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point, but I was intrigued the fact that the podcast, so actually in the spreadsheet I sent you, I I wasn't clear, I probably wasn't clear on it, but the bottom portion was the podcast listens and at the top Mm -hmm. was the YouTube show. So the podcast listening was slightly different. So we could talk about that. Or the other thing I found interesting is not just looking at a total views perspective, but I also found it interesting looking at it from the ratio of likes to views mm-hmm. because, and because you noted that you had looked at some of the videos, I'm not sure which ones they were exactly, but YouTube decided to try to spread it a bit more. And some people that weren't typical in our audience, I mean, we maybe got some views attributed to them, but they didn't stay around a while or you know right it wasn't what they were expecting apparently and they left yeah but having a high ratio of views to list uh excuse me views or listens i think is indicative of okay they really liked whatever this content was right so like one of the highest ones is the fast text searching in postgres i got a lot of likes um yeah and which I mean, again, you know, the performance stuff seemed to be well-liked, as well as the IDE stuff. Those have the high, fairly high like ratios. Um, it's, well, the it's, IDEs actually doesn't have, it, they're relatively low. They're the lowest in the like well, ratios. Well, yeah, the ratios. They they have the highest number of actual likes. Correct, uh, correct. Sorry, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the ratios are low because they got so many views. Right. Um, so it, yeah. So and and 
the Dragon Ruby one, Future of Dragon Ruby got one of the higher like ratios, which again yep. I probably attribute to just the community knowing, uh, being plugged in so well with us. Um, yeah, and also the Halloween party was up there too for the uh, ratio. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we that may was have to where do we that had again. that whole big we had, we had that whole big panel on talking about dev horror horror stories. Right. Yeah, that was a lot of fun too. Good times. Um all right, so let's talk about the the podcast listens cuz as you said you did a a view of that and we're the the split between YouTube views and podcast listens is I would say statistically similar the total numbers. I mean, podcast listens is a little less, but that doesn't doesn't really surprise me because we most of my reach out has been hey go to youtube not hey listen to the podcast so um well actually what i found is it interesting is that the i think the things so the outliers in terms of youtube were the things your editors should have and the ruby id showdown those have mm -hmm. by far the greatest those that are number one and two the far as the most number of views if you look at the rest and compare it to the, I bet the average of the podcast and the average of the views of YouTube are similar. If you take out those outliers. Yeah, probably. I, so I yes. found that, I found that very interesting that it was that balance. And the other thing that I didn't mention here is that, or I didn't incorporate is Twitch. So I know that is a component of viewership as well, but I didn't incorporate them into this. Yeah, it is. Though I will say that because I went and looked at at the VODs for Twitch and the viewership, the live viewership was higher. Live concurrent viewers was always higher on Twitch than YouTube. But the overall viewership wasn't, wasn't statistically significant in YouTube. There wasn't a lot of watching of VODs after the fact. It was just the live folks on the Twitch side. Okay. Which... Again, doesn't t really surprise me because that's uh, that's what Twitch is for, really. They don't push the VOD stuff. Yeah, I just did a quick calculation. So looking at the top 10 podcasts and looking at the... I'll, I looked at the top eight. So again, it's not apples to apples, but I looked at the top eight to ignore the outliers of those top two videos. Yeah. And actually the views is slightly less on average than the podcast. Hmm. Interesting. So one thing I will say about the podcast list that makes me really happy is the most listened to <laughs> episode yeah, on the podcast is the top down or bottom up testing episode. So yay. Um, that's because anybody who's been listening to this, listening to us for any length of time knows that I'm a big proponent of testing. I love the testing. Um, so I'm, I'm, I was happy to see that it's not just me being a it, test nerd. Yeah. At least, at least one of those episodes got up there. Yeah. Cause I think we've done, we've done at least one other test. I think our first episode or something was like, it's all about the test first or second episode. It was yeah. all about the test. Yeah. Have we done any others testing dedicated? I don't think so. I think it was, as I recall, it was just those two. I would like to probably do some more because I hadn't really thought about it. But now that I'm thinking about it, 
you know, that's my big thing. I really think yeah, yeah. I'd like to do some more on the testing. You love talking about it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> the, those are when we do our two or three hour episodes. Because <laughs> I won't shut up. Um, But yeah, and then the number two listened to on the podcast was the things your editor should have. So that lends some more credence to the, you know, that people are really interested in the tools that, that other developers use, which is cool. So I, I think too, we should, um, I mean, let us know in the comments what you think and what kind of, what kind of topics you would like to see. Uh, but I'm thinking more tools topics and, um, you know, what kind of tools do we use for specific things? So if you've got specific ideas for tools that you would like us to talk about, um, whether it be tools for programming, tools for testing, tools for making ourselves more comfortable in our chairs, you know, or tools for streaming, if you're interested in that, you know, whatever, or tools for collaboration, that, that kind of stuff. Um, let us know what you're interested in hearing because apparently you guys want to hear about tools. So we're happy to oblige. Um, and then as far as, um, you know, other episodes, um, if there are specific performance things that you're curious about, let us know in the comments. Um, and now what I do find interesting, sorry to interrupt, but, um, okay. looking at the pod, look at the podcast views. All these performance things they don't show up anywhere in the top podcasts. Yeah, that's weird, huh? I wonder if that's so. I wonder if that says anything about the audience difference between who's watching the the YouTube videos and who's listening to the podcast. Why are they there? Um, I. If you guys have any uh, thoughts on that, uh, let us know in the comments because I'm kind of interested. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, actually. I'm more of a YouTube video watcher if I want to learn something or hear something or things like that. So I'm I'm interested to know, like, why do you listen to podcasts versus why do you watch YouTube? If you're somebody that does both, you know, what what kind of topics are you more interested in listening to on the car? You know, like I'm assuming a lot of times it's I'm driving to work. So I pop on a podcast or I'm, I'm on my exercise bike. So I just throw on a podcast that I can listen to things like that. Uh, as opposed to maybe I'm on the bus. So I'm watching a YouTube video on my phone cause I can see things, but what kind of, of, um, topics, kind of have that dividing line for you if you're somebody who does both um i know what... i know for me that it's it's when i'm in the car so when i'm traveling different places yeah. and i don't have kids or others in the car i put on podcasts so you know it's not something i can't watch youtube while i'm driving right so I well, I mean, you can, was, but... Well, you can. <laughs> One should not. Correct. Um, and it's just convenient because the episodes are there and they're they're teed up. Whereas trying to, like, 
it would be impossible to try and create a YouTube list or like I subscribe to YouTube, a YouTube channel, and then I hear about people getting unsubscribed or whatever. It's like YouTube does its own crazy thing. Whereas a podcast, I know I subscribe to it. I happen to use an iPhone. So go to Apple Podcasts. I can subscribe to it. I know I'm going to get the next episode. And yeah, so that's my flow for doing it. But if I'm sitting around, the only like social media I do is YouTube. So I'm like watching thing, watching a lot of YouTube and stuff. But I'm I've heard of other people that are exercising or they're washing dishes or they're doing something else around the house. So they're actively doing stuff. So they're not like watching anything. Mm-hmm. Then they may put on podcasts and and do like that. So that's that's my experience and what I've heard from other people. So now why I think there the, maybe the performance stuff didn't come up is that if some of this these database performance related stuff, if they're coming from scaling Postgres, maybe it's when I put it on my show, they're already watching YouTube so they can click to it and then watch that right after. Whereas if they're subscribed to the Scaling Postgres podcast, they're probably not going to go check it out, I would think. I think listeners of podcasts are less likely to look at a link or it would take more effort because I imagine I'm driving. Hey, there's here's a link to something. And it's like, okay, whatever. Next next podcast, you know, just listen to the next episode or whatever. Whereas, yeah, so they're not going to literally go and say, it's more of a barrier to mm-hmm. go and find the podcast and subscribe to it. You know, like if I'm driving, I'm going to say, oh, I heard about this great podcast. Let me pull over and subscribe to it while, while I'm here. Whereas if I'm watching an episode on YouTube, it's much easier like, oh, click it. And now I'm going to watch what they say about this. Right. So, I think the I think the barrier difference is probably why the YouTube I think because I mentioned it on scaling Postgres I think that probably attributes to why the YouTube views of the performance are higher. Yeah, I'd also be interested to know, and I'm I'm wondering with you too, but but from from the audience, what what kind of topics do you like to? listen to and how much brain power can you devote to concentrating on those topics? Or is it more like it's kind of background chatter that you can kind of pay attention to while you're doing something to focus? So I wonder, you know, like from the audience, I'd, I'd be interested to know, um, you know, what kind of topics would you rather hear as a podcast and what kind of topics would you rather watch on YouTube? Um, Obviously, you know, if there's lots of visual aids, you're going to want to watch that on YouTube. But is it, you know, with the podcast, are you really trying to learn a specific thing and really concentrate? Or is it more that you're just trying to kind of hang out and listen to folks talk about topics and, you know, it's more like, sitting in the coffee house listening to people talk and enjoying the conversation. Because um, like I said, I'm not a big podcast person, so I don't really have an opinion there because I, I don't do it. When I'm walking or exercising or on my bike or something, um, I'm actually listening to Audible because I, I like to just completely escape from Now, my... is Audible, is that a... Are you listening to books or is yeah. it... 
music books, the books. Okay. books. Okay. Yeah. and it's it's not anything that has to do with development yeah it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fiction books so, so i can completely escape from that part of my life for a little while um so I, I just don't do a lot of podcast listening. So I'm I'm curious to understand why, and I know they're really popular, and I'm kind of the odd man out there, but I'm curious to understand. If if, if you had an hour-plus commute, you'd probably... Well, yeah, true. <laughs> might get accustomed to <laughs> try checking them out, but anyway. Yeah, this is true. I mean, since my commute is walking from my bedroom to my office, um, you know, down a flight of stairs, that's... <laughs> Yeah, or at one point, if you had done that, you know, significantly, you might have. Which yeah. I did, but again, I always, it was always either music or audiobooks. Okay. I, was, I was just never into podcasts. Maybe because when I'm not working, I kind of like to do something different with my brain. Um, So, I I don't know. But that that's me. But I... I I am genuinely curious as to what people like about podcasts and how they kind of use them. You know, is it just, is it background noise? Is it something there to help you focus on something else? Are you actually trying to focus on the podcasts? Or do you just need to be at conversations that are lighthearted and, and somewhat amusing that you don't really have to pay that much attention to? I think there also, I'll throw in my two cents, but definitely viewers, listeners, <laughs> please, <laughs> we'd like to leave your comments. We'd kind of be interested in hearing. Or if you're a part of our email list, go ahead and hit reply and let us know. But I, the reason I do it primarily is awareness. So I just kind of want to be aware. It lets me keep more aware of what's going on. And I really don't listen to hardly any that are programming related. They are health and fitness. They are financial podcasts, you know, so it's just keeping an awareness of what's going on in the economy, you know, health viewpoints, you know, those are the kinds of things that, that I listen to. I know another big area of podcast listening is for entertainment purposes, like true crime episodes or fictional things that people set up, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. have podcasts about is another thing. Um, but for me, it's just kind of awareness. It's another way to keep up to date what's going on. And it, because with that, I can't, if it's something I'm going to need to take notes, I'm not going to listen to a podcast type thing. I'm going to watch the YouTube video because, you know, I'll have my pen and paper handy or have my keyboard right there to be able to type something down. So if I'm actually trying to really learn something. So again, not from an awareness standpoint, then I usually choose a video format. So but that's me. So for you, podcast is more like headline scanning than. Sure. Then, but they really go, they, they, they go deep on Well, they go deep on topics, but it's not something well, that is relevant. Hmm. Yeah. They go deep on topics, but it's not something that I have to oh, I got to remember this because this is a new great feature I got to use in Postgres or this is, I got to start doing this new method in Ruby or something like, you know. Yeah. It's it's more just, I can oh, understand I it, it in the background. I don't have to study yeah. it or 
like, oh, this person used to eat a ketogenic diet and now they've kind of changed what they're eating. They're incorporating, you know, fruit or something. So I'm like, oh, so it's just kind of like hearing that and hearing the benefits he received from that. I'm like, hmm, maybe I don't think about doing, you know, mm -hmm. so it's that type of a thing. So it's still, you know, I'm still learning, but it's, you know, not my job depends on it learning. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. So, and I, you know, I, I, I would really appreciate any comments on that because I'm interested in kind of the psychology between those two things. Why you, why someone would do one or the other in certain situations, what they get out of them. Um, and one of the big reasons I'm interested in that psychology is because I think it it helps us deliver a better show and better content for you if we understand what it is you're looking for and how we we help you in that that facet. So I, I am I am genuinely interested to learn the the kind of the psychology of your your views on how you use podcasts and how you use YouTube um, in, you know, in the context of learning and development information, um, since we're a development focused channel, um, what, you know, what stuff do you use both? Do you only use one or the other? When you use both, which ones, which kinds of topics do you prefer on one over the other? Um, really, really interested in that. Um, so yeah, if you have any any thoughts or comments on that, please leave them in the comments. I'd love to see it. Um, so, any of the things that you saw that that really stuck out to you reviewing the the last hundred episodes, other than it's been a lot of fun. Um, not sh so. I was just I part of me was looking over the episodes. I wonder if titles are more important for the podcasts than YouTube. Um, hmm. Because I know, like, you can see what the episode is about. Would people choose to ignore a podcast episode, or they do they just listen to them all? I don't know. I mean, titles are important for YouTube videos as well. Yeah, I know there's a whole thing. Like, if you look at, at uh, like, TubeBuddy and other SEO-type things, they spend a lot of time talking about titles and how they should be formatted and what words should be capitalized and yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, they tend to be important, but you're right. And I wouldn't have a, even an opinion on this because since I don't use podcasts, I never look at the titles of podcasts. So I have no idea. Um, interesting. I guess heavy podcast users, do you look at titles? Uh, do you, do you really, care about that or is it just hey, how this often is do you next... skip how, how often do you skip one because like i'm a i don't know completionist i guess or whatever <laughs> you know if, if i'm subscribed to something either i'm all in or i'm or i'm in for a little bit and then i fall all the way off i'm either on the wagon or off i rarely pick and choose something because i'm like once i'm on the wagon i kind of completionist and i kind of do all the episodes but are other people, do you kind of like, oh, this one sounds interesting. I'll listen to this one. And you look at another tire like, eh, I don't want to know that. Yeah. That, that would be interesting to know. Yeah, it would. Or so, even for YouTube, like, do you pick and choose what episodes of ours you watch based upon what we're talking about? 
Yeah, it would be interesting to to kind of know. I mean, we we can look at numbers and stuff, but it's it's more informative for the audience to just tell us what they think and and how they use it and and what what's beneficial to them. Um cuz I am I am interested in delivering something that's beneficial. Um I mean, I have fun doing this most most of the time, but um it's there are days, but that that it mo that rarely has anything to do with the show. It more has to do with what else is going on in life. And yeah, God, I don't feel like doing this on, today. Yeah. Um, so, but I, you know, I am interested in in understanding that. Um, and one of the one of the big reasons is, you know, a couple couple final thoughts here. Over the hundred episodes, the two years we've been doing this, my absolute favorite thing about this show the the number one reason i'm glad i started this is because i have met so many awesome people doing this show um and it's it's really it's developed some friendships it's developed uh, a lot of knowledge it's developed a refreshing of my desire to be a developer um but all that has to do with the people i've met through it you know the guests we've had on the people i've talked to through discord and and stuff and um the just all the different viewpoints the different ideas the the um the other groups i've been able to get involved in because of that um so i you know that's that's been the number one thing for me um is just getting to talk to people um and i'm i'm really thankful for that um so yeah. thank you audience for um for being here, for getting to know us, for letting us get to know you. Um, I hope we get to continue to do that. Um, yeah. Every time we bring a guest on, I definitely learn something. So it keeps expanding my horizons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I did, I did want to mention one thing yep. in that. Uh, so we, you know, podcasts, you can leave reviews. So I did want to read one of the reviews we've received. I don't awesome. know if it's the only one, but it's a good one, so I'll read it. So um, this is from, I guess it's a sobering or something, but it says, uh, an invaluable resource for software developers everywhere. No matter the subject, you're guaranteed to gain something with every episode. Can't rep recommend the Rubber Duck Dev Show enough. So thank Yay! you very much. We win. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I We really appreciate that. Um, that is... That's that's a very good pat on the back and makes us want to keep doing this this kind of stuff when we get that kind of feedback. So um, we we want to be helpful. We want to meet more of you. We want to talk to you. So, um, you know, please reach out to us. You can you can reach me on Twitter, X, whatever the hell it's called now. Uh, you can reach out to us. Rubber Duck Dev Sh Rubber Duck Dev Show at Gmail dot com. You can come to Rubber Duck Dev Sh Show dot com and sign up for the newsletter uh or you can leave comments and talk to us through youtube um we are we are happy to talk to people i love to talk to people so um if you're out there and you're you're a dev i want to get to know you like like as a person so uh reach out to us please and and talk to us and let us let's let's have a conversation because i love it um so we we appreciate you all uh that have been hanging around listening for the past however long you've been here 
Um, I know some of you have been around for the two years. Um, Thank so you. We, we appreciate that. Um, I'm looking forward to another hundred episodes uh, and hopefully we can make that work, grow it out and do even more fun stuff. Uh, we are, we are working on some, some tweaking to formats and things and, and uh, we'll be making some new things. I, I've had to back off a little bit the past few weeks because I've been crazy busy at work. So I've had to drop my coding with Chris for a little bit, put it on hiatus and things, but um, we are still working on this and, and uh, you know, plan to keep going uh, for as long as we hold out, I suppose. <laughs> but, um, but we do appreciate you uh, and we do appreciate the opportunity to do this. So looking back on a hundred episodes, uh, it's been a really, really fun thing to do. Uh, and I'm really feel blessed to have, have been here this long and looking forward to more of it. Yes. Thank you. So we will see you guys next week with show 101. I'm not sure what the topic is going to be. As I said, Drew Bragg is going to be coming to join us in the next couple of weeks, but I don't know. I don't oh, think we can. Week. Okay. I don't think next week. I think it's going to be the week after, but I'm still trying to finalize some scheduling with him. I guess it's mystery topic time. Yeah. So next week, mystery topic. You guys can look forward to that, but you know, that'll harken back to the early days of the show where we never knew what the hell was going on. So now we at least pretend like we know what's going on most of the time, which is good. Uh, but we will, we'll be back with a mystery topic next week. Um, thanks again for, for being here. Please leave comments uh, in the, in the comments section. Uh, we want to, we want to have a conversation with you and I want to understand how you listen to and watch the show and what your opinions are. Um, so we will see you next week. And until then, happy programming. Happy programming.